everybody welcome back to popcorn for dinner this is jeff and kelly holy shit ladies and gentlemen do we have a movie <laughs> to talk about for you um yes. i thought when we were doing demolition man and then immediately afterwards doing uh total recall mm-hmm. i was like this is like the zaniest action movie you know what i mean like yeah. these like future space action movies are, are are clearly like the the top shelf cheese you know what i mean like oh man and then going back and watching this i haven't seen this since i was a kid um i wasn't even aware of broken arrow uh-huh. as a movie until you mentioned it like somewhat recently yeah so i just went along for the ride <laughs> it, it's i mean remember when we were doing greece and i mentioned that john travolta didn't creep me out as much as i thought he would yeah and you were like i didn't think you would yeah. think he'd creep you out yeah. this is why this now is now i get it yeah this is the john travolta that i grew up with like i knew about like michael and phenomenon and i had seen them but this face-off where he is he plays an equally insane lunatic guy maybe even further that's the John Travolta that I know. Like, that's the one that's internalized and, like, burned on my soul. This, I mean, Face Off gets all the press. <laughs> you know what I mean? In terms of the, mm-hmm. these sort of crazy 90s action movies, uh, specifically directed by John Woo, specifically starring <laughs> John Travolta. You know, th- this is like the black sheep to Face Off's Tommy Boy. Gotcha. You know what I mean? The lesser known one, but mm-hmm. it's still kind of that. It, it, it's, yeah. it's in that same realm. And this one, I can't say that I necessarily like it more. Like, all, of course, ironically, and because they're, like, ridiculous and terrible. Mm -hmm. Not at all. Like, this was an excellent film. (laughs) The themes were, (laughs) you know, it's not like that at all. (laughs) Um, But they're they're pretty damn close. They're closer than I think the world gives it credit for, where it's like (laughs) they always talk about face-off, and everybody forgets about Broken Arrow. I understand a little bit. Christian Slater is not Nicolas Cage. You know, Christian Slater is yeah. wonderful in this. Uh, I don't know that I've seen him in anything. Anything else? Oh, okay. I mean, so. yeah, I uh, my view of him might be a little bit tainted because I'm sure most people were like, oh, yeah, fucking uh, Heathers that he's in from, I think it's early 90s, maybe late 80s. I think it's late 80s. Okay. Um, but I haven't seen that. But that was like what sort of what he was known for to most people. I saw this. And a movie called Very Bad Things that he is Sounds in. Sounds wonderful. It is one of the like <laughs> darkest dark comedies I've ever seen. Oh. It is off the chain, like horrible <laughs> in terms of what happens to these people and the choices that they make. But it's all played for like slapstick comedy. But it's also horrible. I don't know if that one would hold up. I do have it on my shelf. Uh, but he plays like a real sleazy sleaze bag in that movie. Okay. So my view of him is like he's either that or Hale. God, now I can't even remember his first name. They always they, everyone just calls him by their last name, so yep. it's Hale and Deacons. But yeah, Hale and uh, Deacons. <laughs> like, what was that like watching John Travolta in this movie? It was kind of wild. Like it was, it was like a totally different actor to me. See, what I noticed, like, now after seeing Grease, mm-hmm. I realized, I was like, it's like he's playing Zuko if, like, after high school, he went to war, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it, like, fucked with his head and it made him all crazy and everything. Mm-hmm. 
because the like kind of the way that he would say some things sometimes when he was being like cocky about the evil shit he was doing sounded so Danny Zuko to me. I understand where the connection comes from for you. Like I can uh-huh. I can see it, but it still was like, no, nah, he's just mimicking what John Travolta did in, in Greece. He's just he, he Wait, used so, that as so, character so development. Deacons saw Greece mm-hmm. with John Travolta in it and liked his performance. He's like, I want to be like that guy. Yeah. And so he became that guy. That is the most but bizarre reading dead. of it I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But I mean this fucking movie, Broken Arrow, John Woo, who is just an action movie like Maestro in the sense that it's not necessarily any like better than your average action movie mm-hmm. in terms of like, you know, the performances that people give. Yeah. It's not like they're Oscar worthy stuff. <laughs> You know, the dialogue and certain things like that can tend to be kind of cheesy or generic or whatever. Yeah. But the action is always fucking top notch. Like, that is what he <laughs> does. That mm-hmm. and slow-mo and doves. Yeah. Did you notice doves? Because that's like a trademark of his. And I, I didn't write anything in my notes about doves. And I was like, did he really not have doves in this movie? He always I, has doves. I don't recall seeing any doves. Okay. Did he maybe replace them with butterflies this time? Oh, he got he got tricky with it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like the fucking action in this movie <laughs> is so ridiculous, and it's not like his action isn't necessarily like super realistic. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. not like physics works like it would in the real. It's not yeah. like a, like a John Wick style. Like oh, we choreographed it perfectly it's like it's still Mm -hmm. cheesy and whatever but it's like it's just so big and theatrical (laughs) and you know there's fucking explosions everywhere all the time like this movie is so chock full of action there's a fucking there's a plane crash Mm -hmm. there's a train crash Mm -hmm. there's a nuclear detonation and there are four separate helicopter explosions in this movie (laughs) i counted them (laughs) it is absolutely not so Action movies at their core are pretty much bad guy has a plan, mm-hmm. good guy has to foil it. Right. It's really never the other way around. It's never yeah. like a good guy has a plan to do something good and a bad guy comes in and screws it up. Yeah. It's like, no, not really. Yeah. Normally it's, it's the John McClane, the fly in the ointment, the pain in the ass, mm-hmm. you know, who has to uh, uh, foil this big plan. And boy, does Deacons have a doozy of a plan in this movie. <laughs> Some of it really not apparent until towards the end some of it completely nonsensical but it's just one of my favorite damn things to do (laughs) so let's get to it so you got hale and deacon so christian slater john travolta Mm -hmm. and they are fighter pilots yep who start the movie in a intensely uh like metaphorical and foreshadowing boxing match between the two of them mm-hmm. which is so cheaply tied back in later that i just oh my god i hate it yeah uh in that great wonderful way um <laughs> so they have this boxing match and essentially what the whole like opening sequence shows you is that it's like deacons is the coolest motherfucker mm-hmm. and the toughest he will beat you down in boxing he will smoke in the locker room he will, you know what I mean? And smoke in the CO's yeah, office. Yeah, smoke in the CO's office. Uh, and Hale, he keeps like dogging him about like, you don't have what it takes. Like, you don't mm-hmm. have whatever. It's like, he's, he's a fighter pilot. Yeah. He's your co-pilot in this giant B-3 stealth bomber. And yeah. you're like, you don't have the stones. Like, he's doing exactly what you're doing. Yeah. What about, <laughs> this is ridiculous. 
that's sort of his like arc essentially is that mm-hmm. it's like Hale is apparently <laughs> for reasons that aren't really well shown seen as somewhat of a kind of wimp mm-hmm. in a way like a guy who uh, he just, doesn't have the follow through yeah I, I guess that would be his his character flaw mm-hmm. that he has to overcome and then Deacon's I guess what his character flaw is his like overconfidence <laughs> yeah he is a dick but I guess it's like his overconfidence mm-hmm. and thinking that nobody could possibly stop him because he's the best and the smartest and the strongest or whatever. Yeah. You get that out of the way right away. Boxing match. You see exactly who these two guys are apparently supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And they go on a stealth like uh, it's a, it's an exercise. It's not even an actual mission. Right. They're flying to Utah or they're in Utah. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. And they're flying this stealth bomber and essentially the like military base in Utah has to find them. Like, right. I guess that's the exercise. That seems that, that was how I was reading. Yeah. It. Essentially testing how stealthy it is. Yeah. So Hale and Deacons fly the plane dead of night off into the Utah desert and right in the middle. Like once they go dark, once the once the military base can't see them, John Travolta tries to shoot. Christian Slater in the head mm-hmm. in the cockpit of the plane. Yeah. Seems insane for his plan. It know. seems like the plan goes off without a hitch. Right. Despite it having several hitches. Mm-hmm. But it seems like he like planned for that. Yeah. Where it's like, so they get in like a wrestling match because he tries to shoot him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Hale's just like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? And uh, Deacons pulls Hale's ejection thing, shoots him out of the plane. Calls back to the base and says, hey, I lost it. I'm punching out. He punches out. Plane crashes. No, sorry. Plane drops the nuclear weapons with parachutes on them. Okay. Deacon's plan Mm -hmm. is to drop the nukes while they're flying. Mm -hmm. Parachute them down into the desert. Scare the military into not coming out to recollect them Mm -hmm. by claiming that the core is exposed. Right. To give them time to like load them up and get them out of there and allegedly sell them or no, sorry, sell them back to the government. Right. Like as ransom. Mm-hmm. That is apparently the entire plan. Yep. There's so many people that need to be in on this plan. So many folks that he has that all have very specific jobs. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's I mean, there's the guy who is there for some reason, Pritchett. Bob Gunton's character, who like apparently put up all the money for it, and is like yeah. basically just there to complain the whole time. Yeah, because he's you know, he does he doesn't help at any point. He's he overseeing. He's he's the manager. Yeah, apparently. But it's like you know he, he doesn't lift a finger to help do any of the actual stuff. Mm-hmm. He's just there to be like I put a lot of money in this over and over and mm-hmm. over. It was like total liability. Oh, yeah. I guess I understand the concept of him like. Wanting to know that his money is is going to good use. Like, apparently his money is what's paying all these people to fucking steal from the military yeah. and sell it back. Which is, like, I, I'm assuming they all have plans to go live somewhere else then. Yeah. Like, all of these people are traitors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, there's, there's, no, there's no way around that. Yeah. The one that really gets me, Howie Long. <laughs> Howie Long plays Kelly in active duty military officer yes which i get it much like deacons Mm -hmm. so it's like i get that there is treachery in the military and that's like already being shown or whatever Mm -hmm. but the fact that he 
is willing to just straight up murder his fellow troop members. Yeah. It, it was insane to me that he would, that, that deacons could find someone who would do this, who also would specifically be a part of the team sent <laughs> out to get the nuke. Yeah. That's really where it gets me. It's like, I, I could totally understand him finding some like disgruntled guy in the military who would be like, I totally, mm -hmm. totally would do that. But for him to be that guy, it's like, is how long was this plan in place? You know what I mean? Like, was this something where it was like, we're going to find a way. We're going to transfer Howie Long to the Utah unit <laughs> to get him embedded with the crew that would go out to find the nuke. Unless he specifically <laughs> sought out a person in that position. But that's that like, that's even more ridiculous that he just <laughs> happened to find the guy in that position who was totally willing to do that and yeah. wouldn't turn him in or something. You know, like that I mean, so I much guess, secrecy. Over I guess over the years in military because he's Deacons was in the military for twenty years, he said. Right. So over the years you you learn people and you know I get, befriend well, I mean, the people that you might find useful in the future. Uh-huh. If I'm, you're a dick like Deacons. <laughs> I get it's just like we're giving all of this backstory to what is essentially the disposable bad guy posse. But also, so okay. <laughs> just in ridiculous plan like tactics. This this is this was one that confused me early on. So the nukes come down. Mm -hmm. Like the military sends the actual like crew to go and check it out. And these guys are all on the level, except yeah. for Howie Long. Well, first they go to check the plane. They check for any survivors. And right. then they see that the payload has been dropped. Right, 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 right. So, so they then, realize the bombs yeah. are out. They they like scan for them or whatever. Mm -hmm. They send in this crew, like the actual military guys, again, except for Howie Long, mm -hmm. who is evil. <laughs> um, and he also plays a bad guy in this movie. Uh, <laughs> so while they're down there, one of Deacon's men starts shooting at them with right. a machine gun. Yes. At which point they all return fire, including Howie Long. Yes. They shoot and kill Deacon's man up on the hill. Yep. Then Howie Long executes his entire crew. Yep. <laughs> Why didn't he just kill them? Why did that other guy come over and get himself killed? Like, you have to imagine that was, like, not an order. Like, he just really wanted to go do it. And Deacon's was like, don't, no, don't. And then he went and he got himself killed. Because it's like... <laughs> what kind of idiot if you if they know that Kelly's on their team do they not know that you know what I mean like yeah, it, was he I, sent over to shoot at them to get killed did he know that's what he was about to get into <laughs> like what a bummer of a role that guy had in this whole plan yeah. what was he promised that he's never gonna get now because <laughs> they just three sent him mil is what they were saying for people everyone gets three mil that's, what it's that's it for all of this <laughs> I mean, I understand 1996, but still, <laughs> that is an absurd amount of money it, to betray your country. And well, like you could, unless uh, it was just like that one guy in particular that wait, wait, that the wait, lady wait. killed because Deacon's like, oh, you just saved me three million. Oh, right, 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 right. Or okay. Maybe it was six. OK, either way, I mean, still still pretty absurdly low for what they're doing. Yeah. For treason. <laughs> yeah. And like the, the inherent danger yeah. of working with these nuclear weapons. <laughs> Um, and the people searching for these nuclear weapons. Yeah. Uh, which, I mean, brings us, I mean, th there's, there's kind of a story going on with Hale, but it's almost non-existent. It's like he wakes up in the desert, mm 
mm-hmm. and Terry, the uh, the park ranger, stumbles upon him mm-hmm. and like orders him to like show her his hands or whatever. Mm-hmm. And his immediate reaction is to attack her, which I thought was really weird because it's like you know you're yeah. in a park. You know what I mean? It's like, you know mm-hmm. where you're flying. Yeah. So you know kind of where you are. Even if you're waking up groggy, like, well, what the fuck happened? It's like, I assume you would probably know yeah. unless you he, got a concussion and whatever. I mean, but he was coherent enough to, like, remember what had happened with Deacons and, like, yeah, exactly. leave the $20 bill there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That just happened beforehand. Yeah. So he's he's plenty there. He knows yeah. what's happened. He knows where he is. Just show her your, like, patch or whatever. Like, just mm-hmm. comply for a moment. Be like, okay, here are my hands. By the way, check out my shoulder. Air Force pilot. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, that's all he has to do. And his immediate instinct is to simply attack her. And it just seemed ridiculous. And then he just then he holds her at her own gunpoint. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is the hero (laughs) holding the park ranger at gunpoint. Yes. This innocent bystander. Yeah. And then she uh, she tricks him. By saying that the gun isn't loaded, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I thought was great. Yeah. And he's like, I thought you said you didn't load it. And just aims it right back at him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's their story. Is mm-hmm. like, he's an Air Force pilot. She's a park ranger. They say that at one point to each other. I think she does. She's like, or no, I think it might be him that he says, like, you're a park ranger. I'm an Air Force pilot. And I wrote down in my notes, I was like, we're from two different worlds. It could never work. You know, like, it was so silly that there seemed to be this, like, like rivalry between mm-hmm. them about like the groups that they're a part of. It's like, yeah. the, there's no competition here. Yeah. Completely different things, <laughs> but whatever. This isn't like army Navy sort of situation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> um, so he's, he obviously wants to stop this plan. He knows the deacons went nuts and is stealing the nukes. Mm-hmm. So he's like, I got to fucking do something about it. Yeah. She brings him back to her truck to use the radio to call the ranger station or whatever. Yeah. To try to like get the word out. Mm-hmm. At which point, the first helicopter shows up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so there's a, the bad guy helicopter. Mm-hmm. Stolen um, from the military. Yeah, stolen from the military. <laughs> uh, and the bad guy, the disposable bad guy flying it, mm-hmm. um, who has come to kill them because Deacons knows, like, hey, like she, or no, sorry, sorry, my other favorite part of the bad guy posse, uh, radio bad guy. He was one of my favorites, the guy who's just listening to like army frequencies Mm -hmm. and then telling everyone what they're saying every once in a while. He just like pops up like, oh, by the way, they just said blah, blah, blah. So he pops up and he's like, by the way, uh, park ranger said they just found a guy parachuted down into the desert. And they're like, oh, we better send the helicopter to go kill her and hail if he's alive, but definitely her. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So send the helicopter. It blows the fuck out of the truck. Yeah. Which, I mean, good Lord, these explosions, they're so ridiculous. They're They're so huge. So over-the-top Hollywood. So Hollywood. It's amazing. (laughs) So he shoots a bunch of bullets into the truck, which blows it up, of course. Right. (laughs) And then there's this little chase with the helicopter in, in in the, like, little... Uh, valley that they mm-hmm. like find themselves in and he's like cornering them and uh what the hell was their plan oh yeah she just goes up she walks up and she's like hey hey and he's like you know he talks over the loudspeaker thing he's like where is he so it's like you tell me where he is i need to kill him the mm-hmm. most yeah <laughs> so tell me <laughs> and while she's like stalling him Hale fucking snipes him with a revolver from like 200 feet away up through the bubble (laughs) from the floor of the helicopter cockpit (laughs) past the controls that he's holding and just headshots him one fucking shot, Mm -hmm. which is ridiculous. Yeah. (laughs) 
Um, <laughs> and then the helicopter goes down and explodes. Helicopter explosion number one. Uh, one. One note that I did write down during that sequence was that, of course, like only the best bad guys do when he like starts getting in that little chase with them. Mm-hmm. The pilot dude, he's like, let's have some fun. And I'm like, yes. or just kill them like you're supposed to. Yeah. <laughs> Don't just fuck around with them. Just murder them. Nobody ever just murders someone. It's such a, like, it's, oh my God. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's great. It's, it's every, every good action movie has the like cocky bad guy who oh, yeah. is way too far down the ladder to be as cocky as he is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like in oh, this, yeah. in this movie, John Travolta and Howie Long are allowed to be cocky. Everyone else, you are way too far down the food chain. You Mm -hmm. will die. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so these bad guys, Deacons and his crew, not only are they betraying their country Mm -hmm. for an absurdly low amount of money, (laughs) they also are just completely ambivalent about just like leaving a mountain of corpses in their path. Yeah. There's no attempts to be discreet or like keep everything on the down low. Yeah. You know, they're just like, fuck it. We're evil. Who cares? We're in the desert. <laughs> There's no one out here to stop us or yell at us. There's oh, yeah. four people dead in the opening hour of this mission. Yeah. <laughs> and they're just like, yep, let's just keep going. Well, then, plus how plus their own helicopter. Helic- oh, yeah. And how we long fucking murders everyone. God mm-hmm. damn it. There's like seven. Innocent people dead before the movie even really gets going. Mm-hmm. Good Lord. And then a couple bad guys on top of it. Yeah. And Hale gets a couple of them. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so obviously Hale is still hell bent on stopping Deacon. Yeah, he, he knows him. You know, I know what mm-hmm. he would do and he would do this or he would do that. He's always he's got insight into Deacons because he's apparently been his co-pilot for a while. Yeah. That's my assumption. Yeah. They don't really mention it, but it seems like they're like. A crew. Yeah, they at least have some sort of history. Yeah, so it's like, oh, I know what he would do. I know what he would do. He <laughs> would do this. And then Terry, the park ranger, um, it did not help that she kept saying it ahead of time. You know, where she kept saying, like, this is a bad idea. And then yeah. she would do something. And it's like, yes. Yes, it is. Every <laughs> single time you say that, it is a terrible idea. And yet you go through with it. Because <laughs> the the first one is like they see the trucks mm-hmm. that are now driving the nukes away, and he's like, "Oh, holy shit! There they are! I'm gonna go get them. You go back to the ranger station and call in for help." Yeah. Which is like, yeah, that's a really good idea. Yeah. So she follows him. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. So they jump on a truck. They jump on the truck with the nukes. I forget exactly what they do to him, but they toss. The bad guy who's driving the nukes because yeah. he's alone in that car. All the other bad guys are in the other other Hummer. Right. And the first Hummer has the nukes. Yeah. So they throw the bad guy out of the car. I forget if he's dead at this point or not, but they throw no, him out of the car. <laughs> and then Howie Long does not even hesitate nope. to run there. over the other bad guy with his Hummer. <laughs> like he's just like he's just like Whoop, chalk it up to whatever. Yep. There's more money for us. Yeah, no attempts to like get out of the way or, or anything like yeah. that, which is hysterical. Shortly after that, they were playing it like real loose with off-roading with nukes in the back of their Hummer, whatever it was. Well, I mean, they like, mentioned that it's that it's like you you could leave. Remember, there was something they said where it's like you could leave it in a in a pile of burning jet fuel for five hours and it wouldn't go off. Yeah, because it has to be. 
such and such in such a certain way yeah, and like they have to activate it and whatever. It's essentially like with C4 where it needs some sort of like blasting cap or something. It needs some sort of reaction yeah, for it, can't it to go off. Yeah, just go off. Yeah. I don't even know if that's factual with nuclear weapons. I have no idea. They, were, they, they seem pretty sure of themselves though. Yeah, um, at least the, these particular movie nukes, that's how they work. Yeah. I did love that fucking John Travolta had to keep reminding everybody <laughs> to stop shooting at the thermonuclear weapons. Yes. The only like I, I totally love that. And it's it's hysterical <laughs> that it's like a, a running thing. He says it to a couple of his guys, like Howie Long and the other guy. Yeah. You know, um, but <laughs> at the beginning, he's mentioning his crew and he's like, this is the best of the best. Yeah. And you have to <laughs> repeatedly remind them to not shoot at the nukes that have been a part of this plan the whole time. It's not like it's a new development. Yeah. Like, I understand you guys weren't expecting nukes. You know, if yeah. there's if there's a learning curve, I get it. It's like, no, this is literally what you've all been training for. Yeah. And somehow they still have to be reminded, don't shoot at the nukes. So now Hale and Terry have the nukes. But of course, of course. In true action movie fashion, the gas tank has mm -hmm. been punctured with a bullet. Oh, yeah. So they can't just drive away. They can't just escape. Right. They're still stuck in the desert. So she decides that they're going to go to a mine, mm -hmm. an abandoned mine that's been there, an abandoned mm -hmm. copper mine way out in the desert. Yeah. They get it to the mine. They know that Deacons is coming. Uh, and so their plan, Hale's plan, he's like, oh, I got this. We're trained to deal with this. As, you know, the pilots who who carry these weapons, mm -hmm. we have to know how to, like, disarm them, dismantle them, etc. Right. So he's like, I got this. You put the wrong code in three times, and it'll just shut down. It's like an iPhone. You put the wrong code in four times or however many mm -hmm. times you set it to, and it'll just wipe it. Okay, seems like a pretty ingenious way to, yeah. to devise those uh, sort of mechanics for, mm -hmm. your, for your nuclear weapon. And a really easy way to dismantle them. While he's hitting a bunch of wrong buttons, Deacons calls them on the radio that I guess was in the truck, right? Yeah, I'm assuming because they it, yeah they they, they all they wind stole up. Deacons truck that was stolen. Yeah, that's another huge action movie thing that I love. It's yeah. like they're, they're they always use walkie talkies, mm -hmm. and at some point the good guy will kill a bad guy and take one of the walkie talkies, so now they can talk to the bad guy. Mm -hmm. And they also find in that truck a like fake badge. Mm -hmm. for a hospital in yeah. Salt Lake City, yep. which will come up later. And it's one of those things that's like, <laughs> God damn it, movie. Really? <laughs> Fucking really? So they're talking to Deacons. Mm -hmm. And they're like, hey, guess what, buddy? Uh, I'm just going to put the wrong code in a bunch of times. And I'm just going to kill these nukes. And they're going to be worthless. So you should just drive away. It's all over. Mm -hmm. And he's putting, and he, he keeps entering the numbers while he's saying that. Yeah. And Deacons is like, oh, shit, man. That's a really good plan, man. Oh, you totally got me. Unless, of course, I already thought of that. Hale looks down and realizes that putting in, it seemed like he was just hitting random numbers. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he had a specific wrong number he was typing every time. Yeah. But either way, it doesn't matter because it's completely random as far as Deacons knows. Mm -hmm. So he puts in the wrong number three times, which instead of disarming the bomb, activates it and also sets the timer to a half an hour. Yeah. And Deacons is like, Unless I already thought of that, and I rewired the devices, you just activated a nuclear weapon. What? How the fuck did he rewire a nuclear weapon? Like, he didn't load that nuke into the plane. That's not his job. 
you know, unless the guy whose job it is is, is in also on it. in on it, and he's waiting back at the hangar, like hope he's just wringing his hands, like oh god, I hope this goes through. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> he said something about an uncoated something or other. Yeah, I don't know. I, he said I used like uncoated circuit boards or some, which is like okay, that's great. Again, you're not the nuclear technician, like you're not the person putting these things together and putting them into the plane. How did you get it in there? Like, how could you have yeah. doctored these weapons? If you have that kind of access to these weapons, <laughs> steal it then. Yes. <laughs> Don't go through all this shit. If you have access to completely take out something and put a new one in and, and doctor it that way, mm -hmm. then you can figure a way to do it without all this pomp and circumstance. Yeah, seriously. It's so fucking silly. You get a but lot also, more money for yourself because you don't have to involve as many people. Yeah, but <laughs> also the fact that putting in the wrong code three times activates it means that there is no code for this weapon, you know, like that there's nothing, you know, because if, if he's writing random numbers, mm -hmm. all you have to do is just like it could accidentally have gotten turned on in the back of that Humvee oh, yeah. that was rattling all around yeah. <laughs> because the buttons could have gotten hit and it doesn't matter what buttons you're hitting because it's uncoded. So yeah. it's like, what a terrible <laughs> thing. And the only reason it's set uncoded is apparently to trick Hale. Yeah. So, so again, like the hitch in his plan turns out to be a part of the plan. It's so absurd. Like that never like that was a total gotcha moment when I was a kid. I was like, oh, shit. Bad guy is awesome because he told all oh, man. And I never thought about how just patently absurd the idea of doing that is ridiculous fucking plan and we're like halfway through it yeah like that's not even the end plan of like and then the nukes will blow up in the mine that's not really what he wanted he said he was gonna do one to show everyone he was serious mm -hmm. like that was the plan to take them there in the first place was to blow one up let everyone know hey i'm willing to do it which is like no you're not yeah. if you're gonna take it into a mine and blow it up 100 miles away from everybody yeah then it's, it's a warning shot, essentially. It's That's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> it's stupid. It, it's like shooting your gun into the air and then aiming it at someone. And it's like, I already knew the gun was loaded. Doing that didn't do anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like all it means is that you're willing to aim it in the air and fire it, yeah. which does nothing to anybody. So like <sighs> ridiculous fucking plan. <laughs> um, so now, you know, Hale's got the bomb and he the, their plan is like, OK, well, we're going to take it way, way, way down deep into the mine mm -hmm. and let it blow up in there. And hopefully, you know, it'll just, uh, there's, there's some jargon about like the, the, yeah, the, because the it's copper a copper will, mine, it'll yeah, like the copper fuse, will fuse together and, and make a big cup around it or something like yeah, that. Yeah. It'll essentially be like a, a lead vest for, yeah, pretty much. So the explosion yeah. won't really do much to anybody. Mm -hmm. So they take it down into the mine. Deacons gets there with his bad guy posse. Mm-hmm. What's left of them? Yeah, what's left of them? <laughs> and they get the other bomb, the one that hasn't been activated, mm -hmm. and they take that back to the Humvee. And they're like, you know what? Fuck it. They go down. I think I, I guess their plan originally was to go down there and get the other one back or do something with it. They at least wanted to kill Hale. Yeah, I think it the just, plan was just to go down there to kill Hale. Well, see, this is why that's silly. And I know this plan being silly seems way out of left field. <laughs> but the end of the scene, like they go down into the mine mm -hmm. and they shoot at Hale. Mm -hmm. And again, he has to remind <laughs> his men to not shoot at the thermonuclear weapon. Yes. And then once all the shooting is done and he talks to Hale real quick about something, mm -hmm. you know, they're doing the whole like, 
oh, you know, I didn't think you'd have the stones to whatever, you know, yeah. that same crap just over <laughs> and over. At the end of that sequence, Deacons and uh, Kelly just get back into the elevator, mm-hmm. go back up the shaft, and then drop grenades behind them Yeah. to blow up the shaft so that they can't get back up. Mm-hmm. Why not just do that? Once you know they're down in the mine and yeah. they have the nuke, then just blow up the elevator and peace. Because now they can't get back up. It'll go off. They're dead. Like, if he was cool with it blowing up, Mm -hmm. which he clearly was because he just let it happen, then just let it happen. Well, he did go. (laughs) Deacons did change the time on the clock. Right. He made it. He made it so so that it was it it would blow up sooner. Mm -hmm. But whatever. Blow up the elevator and leave him down there for a half an hour. Who cares? You know, like if there's no way for them to get back up, it doesn't matter how long it takes. They'll still still be dead. He was being cocky. He wanted to be nearby when Hale died. Or I when mean, he thought Hale died because Nuke. Yeah, I mean, I I, I get it. Again, that's his <laughs> character flaw. He's so full of himself that he like has to personally do stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it, that's most villains' <laughs> flaw. Yeah, is that they can't just let something happen. They have to be there to do it or something like that. And yeah. It always compromises it and kills them. So they do that. They blow up the elevator, and they peace out with the other Nuke. And now. Christian Slater and the park ranger are stuck down in the mine with a bomb. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, on top of being a wonderful park ranger who is very careful about that soil that he stepped on, (laughs) like it's super ancient and it takes 900 years to fix if you step on it, you big dolt. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like she's she's really knowledgeable about her park duties. Mm -hmm. Um, She can handle a gun pretty well for a park ranger. It seems like, I don't know, I guess that's what they're trained to do. Yeah. I I I don't know. Like if they get like cornered by a bear or something i get whatever i guess um she's you know so she's really good at that but also she knows exactly how to read mine maps Mm -hmm. which i'm assuming isn't that easy you know what i mean because it's like three-dimensional yeah there's levels there's you know and you got to figure out which way is up on the map like how do you know what what you know what i mean but she just like rips it off the wall and she's like let's go this way Mm -hmm. let's go that way look an underground river Mm-hmm. Let's swim through it to safety while the nuke explodes in the mine. Yeah. So the Hummer is leaving the mine with Deacons, Pritchett, and Kelly. Yes. Right? They're the only ones left because I think Radio Bad Guy died in the mine. He got shot. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. So Radio Bad Guy's dead. It's just those three guys. Mm-hmm. Is that when he kills Pritchett? Well, it. I mean, it doesn't instantly kill him. But yeah, he like yeah, jacks he, him he, in the throat. Yeah, he takes like a it looks like a like a giant mag light. I don't know. Yeah, and he just whacks him in the chest slash throat, and I don't even know exactly how it kills him. Maybe it like sends him into cardiac arrest or something. Yeah, I don't know. But it just like almost immediately kills Bridget. Mm. He just crushes like, oh, his windpipe and yeah, and he, he just suffocates. he just dies and he's dead. And and <laughs> Deacons is just like staring at his corpse. He's mm-hmm. like, you know, I've never killed anyone before. I mean, I've Drop bombs over Baghdad, but never in person. I don't see what the big deal is. Again, that's why John Travolta creeps me out. <laughs> um, so while, like, right after that happens, all of a sudden, here comes the helicopter, uh, like a response team from the military. Mm-hmm. And they see them. Because there's a whole thing going on outside this story with the military. Yeah. And they're kind of just being a bunch of idiots. And all it does mm-hmm. is is explain to us 
what Deacon's plan is going to be so that we understand what they're doing when they're like, <laughs> yeah, moving, when they're doing it. Yeah. When they're doing it. So we're not totally left out of it. Cause there's mm-hmm. really no reason for the bad guys to explain their plan to each other. Right. It's stupid to have the characters do that. It sounds dumb. Yeah. So you kind of have to have someone who's doing it. Hale does some of it as he like deduces it. Sherlock Holmes style. Yeah. Like, Oh, he would be doing this. And oh, yeah. he'd be doing that. But then you get uh, Giles, yeah. the like <laughs> super young member of the the yeah. Department of Defense or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. The, 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 the young room suit. Of, yeah, the young suit and the whole room full of old suits all trying to figure out what they're going to do about mm-hmm. Deacon stealing this nuke. Red Foreman's there. Yes. <laughs> yes. Kurtwood Smith. He's wonderful. Um, <laughs> they're all trying to figure out like what Deacons is doing. They don't really wind up doing much until towards the very, very end. Mm-hmm. So it's like I understand why they're in the movie so that you kind of you kind of care about the people who wind up helping Hale right yeah. towards the end. But for the most part, they're kind of just there to explain what the bad guys are doing. <laughs> so they know what's happening at this point. They're trying to figure out how to get to Deacons and, you know, uh, stop him right. getting this nuke out of there. They know that the explosion happened. Mm-hmm. There's this helicopter that the military has sent and they're like, hey, you fucking down there in the Humvee, mm-hmm. stop. And the nuke goes off underground. This big old shockwave happens. Deacons tells Kelly to turn off all of his electronic equipment, mm-hmm. which is like, what are they using that's electronic right now? I, I doubt yeah. they really have cell phone. I guess the walkie talkie. Yeah. Like, does Howie Long have a Game Boy with him? Like, I don't know. Fancy <laughs> watch. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. He's like, so he's like, turn off all your electronics. And then the shockwave happens and the helicopter goes haywire, goes down, tips over, like nose over tail. And explodes before touching the ground, which was my favorite part of it. It was like it, it, it landed like nose first and then it started tipping over. And before it fully hit the ground, it started exploding. It was amazing. It's one of my favorite things in the world. Uh, so Deacons explains that it was the, the electromagnetic pulse mm-hmm. wiped out the computer mm-hmm. in the helicopter and took it down. Helicopter explosion number two. So... After the helicopter explodes is when Hale and Terry pop out in the river and they're, you know, they're on the riverbed Mm -hmm. collecting themselves. Yeah. And the whole butterfly thing happens. Yeah. She's terrified. Uh, She thinks the radiation is going to kill him. mm -hmm. And he makes up some bullshit about (laughs) if butterflies are flying after an explosion, that means there's no radiation. And she's like, that's not true. And he's like, I don't know. And they're like, well, I guess we're fine. Yeah. (laughs) It's Um, like, I, you should still be worried about that. Yeah. I'm pretty certain they should be very worried. Then bad guy posse shows up with Mm -hmm. boat Yes. Well, yeah, they, they, they're walking down the shore of the river mm-hmm. and they stumble upon, of course, they stumble upon mm-hmm. the bad guys at their next vehicle switch <laughs> where now they're going to take the nuke from the fucking Humvee yeah. and put it in a boat and move it again. What do they do? Because I know like the, the bad guys are all hanging around the boat and then they all walk away. I think to go get the nuke. Right. But they all walk away (laughs) like like there's guys waiting at the boat for them mm -hmm. and there's john travolta and howie long there's only one weapon now and apparently christian slater and this park ranger can carry it just fine the two of them yeah but all of the guys have to go to get the nuke to leave the boat alone so that christian slater and the park ranger can attempt to steal it at first they were right they're gonna just take it and be like fuck all yeah i think so or 
destroy it somehow or something? I figured they'd want to take it so they could get away. Because <laughs> if yeah. you just destroy it and you're standing there like, we fucked up your boat, <laughs> then they're just going to murder you. <laughs> um, so I, I, I assumed that they were going to steal it, but then just before they can, the bad guys are coming back. Mm-hmm. So Christian Slater jumps over the side of the boat <laughs> and Terry, instead of, you know, doing that, mm-hmm. just hides on the boat. Yeah. Which... Under a blanket. Yeah, under a blanket that apparently nobody's going to move at all the yeah. whole trip. Even though it's not that big a boat and there's going to be like four people and a nuclear weapon on it. Yeah. And I love that fact that it's like it's this tiny little boat. She's hiding there. How could they possibly not see her? Well, it's easy when you then immediately cut to the boat at the end of its trip and mm-hmm. them putting the fucking bomb onto a truck now. Yeah. So it's like you just avoid the whole situation altogether. It's yeah. like, how did she not get caught? Like, don't she think about didn't. it. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> Moving on. Next step, move the fucking nuke from the boat to the truck. I, I, I don't know if I was just not paying attention because it's like she gets she's still on the boat. John Travolta and Howie Long and the new guys mm-hmm. take the nuke in the boat and they go off down the river or whatever. Mm-hmm. How does Christian Slater get back to the military? Because he's just like he was just there. He's now in the river hiding from the boat that just went away. I'm assuming he took the Humvee they left behind. I guess that would make sense. Yeah. Okay. I just, I was like, I don't think they explain it. Yeah. I don't think there's a sequence of him getting back to the military. All of a sudden he's just like, this is where Deacon's probably going. (laughs) He's like pointing to a map and they're figuring it all out. And so this whole thing, he points out like, okay, so they put it on a little boat Mm -hmm. and they're moving it again. Chances are they're going to move it to a train. Right. Because... He knows that all the roads are being watched. Like, there's no way they're going to drive it out of there. Right. So they're going to take it to a train, put it on a train, and go. And the tracks that they see on the map, Mm -hmm. they see like, oh, yeah, and it goes up here to Salt Lake City, where that hospital that you found that thing Mm -hmm. in the Humvee, like, they're going to hide it in the radiology department so that you can't see it, whatever, which... For one, like you say that and it sounds like it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Where it's like, oh yeah, okay, because it'll hide the radiation from any anybody trying to detect the radiation. Like, how are you getting it in there? Are you putting it on a stretcher with like a sheet <laughs> over it? Like, don't look at him, it's horrible. <laughs> and just pushing it up into the radiology department. Like, again, is there someone waiting at that hospital who's also part of the plant? Is everyone getting like ten thousand dollars out of this? Because of how many cuts there's gonna be? Like, Jesus Christ. But Hale, being apparently brilliant, realizes what's happening. Because at the beginning of the movie, in that fucking uh, boxing match, yeah, Deacons teaches Hale about the rope-a-dope. Right. Where it's like, oh, you know, he tires him out, he makes him think he's doing this, and he's doing that instead. Mm-hmm. And Hale's like, I already know about the rope-a-dope. And it's like, of course you do. You're currently boxing right now. Mm-hmm. I can guarantee you everyone who boxes knows about the rope-a-dope, even if you just do it recreationally. Yeah. You know about that. So the only reason he's saying it is to explain it to the audience. And the only reason he's doing that is to call it back now in this scene with Hale in the stupidest way possible. <laughs> where he's like, well, yeah, he, he's going to be going up to Salt Lake City, right? To put it in the hospital. And he's like, no, that's just what he wants us to think. He's given us the rope-a-dope. The what? The rope-a-dope. Like, oh, my God, movie, get on with it. <laughs> and he explains, you know, he's like, yeah, he, he's, he makes us think he's going one way. So he's really going the other way towards Denver. Obviously. And obviously that radiology department thing that we found in the Humvee was planted by him to make us think he was going there. Like, you stole that Humvee. 
He knew you were going to steal it. Like he knew all the way ahead to be like, I'm going to plant a hospital radiology thing in the Humvee so that when Hale steals it and kills my man (laughs) and takes the weapons, he will be fooled into thinking later after I've gotten the weapons back. Like he knows how the movie is going to happen and is planning according to that. Well, Hale did say he didn't say for like us to find. He said for whoever to find like uh he put it there so that whoever found it would think that's where he's going. So because I, Deacons <laughs> knew he wasn't going to be taking that Humvee the whole time. Right. But I mean, OK, so for one, I guess, I guess there's one in all of the Humvees then. Maybe. Um, Which it's not like that's like completely impossible. Like, how could you have two? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but more so just like. It's insane amount of planning. This is like beyond the Joker and Dark Knight level of planning. You know what I mean? Where it's like where you have to not only like plan for a specific thing that you're going to do, but also what other people are going to do. Like putting that into your plan somehow. Because, you know, he, he knows that he's not going to like get away with it. You know, like it's not like people aren't going to know that Mm -hmm. he's a part of it. Yeah. So the fact that he's like leaving these fake breadcrumbs for people who he's pretty sure are going to find them. But if his plan was going perfectly, they probably wouldn't know in time to get those. Like he's these are contingencies for contingencies for random ideas that he has like this might happen. So I bet, you know, it's 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 an insane (laughs) fucking plan. He's a psychopath. Clearly. And then so the truck takes the nuke. To the train. Somehow gets it on the train. Yeah, on the train. Like the, So the train was stopped and you paid them off too. Well, no, they, they killed them. They, did they, they? They showed them kill the, the crew? No, they mentioned it. Oh, like, okay. I was like, I don't remember that scene. Yeah. Okay, so they kill the train crew. They mm-hmm. take over the train. Mm-hmm. This is so ridiculously planned out. So they get it onto this train, which mm-hmm. apparently, like is just a train Mm -hmm. like it's a normal ass train it's not like this is our special train Mm -hmm. however it is their special train because not only is there a spot to put the nuke which is like okay they could have figured that out first their helicopter is on it yeah again another helicopter just waiting yeah but another (laughs) their helicopter they're like another getaway like what are you what is your plan like there's apparently way more shit (laughs) because maybe that's getting the nuke from the train to the hospital but i don't, I don't the think i don't even think they're the... going to the hospital anymore like that's I the don't thing i don't know. know what the plan <laughs> ends up being because deacons is just like i'm cool with just fucking blowing it up yeah and once pritchett's dead who was like who put the money into it who apparently mm-hmm. had some sort of stake in the plan and wanted to get the money like for the nuke like yeah. his plan was monetary mm-hmm. deacons is apparently just cool with like now nah, you know what i'm just gonna be a terrorist I don't even need the money. It's yeah. going to be fun, you know, which is insane and terrifying. Yeah. But it's like, so apparently it was going to go to the train. Like, I wouldn't put it past him if if going to the train and making them go to Denver to try to stop him in Denver, you know, as opposed to where they thought he was going. Mm-hmm. If even going to Denver was a distraction to get that nuke onto that other helicopter and fly it somewhere else, you know, like yeah. this plan could just go on for years moving the nuke from one fucking vehicle to another uh until everyone just dies of old age yeah so they have a helicopter on on the train they're pretty much set on the train like there's nothing more for them to do yeah it seems they're just kind of milling around waiting they they were setting up the satellite uplink right to what to the nuke with his little remote control so that he could 
he could do oh so, so that he so could, he could control it himself from the mm-hmm. from the button instead of having to do it on the thing right that was the whole thing right so that he could be somewhere else okay i mean there's a timer i <laughs> i don't know why these things are necessary um but yeah so they got the nuke on there they're taking it apparently to denver that's kind of where the whole plan stops <laughs> like i don't know what where where yeah. it goes from there question mark question mark question mark <clears throat> profit <laughs> so in the meantime hale is now back with the military yeah he's back with the military the guy from the base flies in on a helicopter with him mm-hmm. to like drop him off on the train to go do his james bond mission and try to yeah. stop him <laughs> Terry is on the train yeah, because she, she hitched a ride on the truck mm-hmm. and then apparently just got on the train. Yeah, jumped herself. on the train. She was, was just there. Yeah, she somehow kept following them without getting caught. Yeah, which is like, uh, she just left it up to her, man. Seriously, but <laughs> I wrote, you know, how the hell does she keep following them without getting caught? And then two notes later was, <laughs> there we go, she was caught. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, After she throws a hammer at the like oh, right. the guy's head she fucking nails him in the head with a hammer and kills him like not swinging it just with her arm but just mm. throwing it like an axe throw yeah like an axe throw and it flies through the air and nails him in the forehead hard enough to kill him yeah insane yeah. holy shit <laughs> I actually wrote that I was surprised that it didn't like stick in his head. As, yeah. like, oh, a, that would have been a, way better. Like a if crazy. It the, if it was the claw end. And oh, just yeah. Like, oh, that I would have believed killed him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just notice, noticing here in my notes, I wrote nice hammer toss, Terry. Uh, but then right <laughs> after it, the moment after that, because she's in the room, she's in the car with the bomb mm-hmm. and the like computer nerd guy who was one of the new guys, mm-hmm. one of the new bad guy posse is the guy who was like fighting her and she just killed him with the hammer. And she's like, oh, I'm here in front of the nuke. As if she's going to do something about it. Yeah. Like she's looking at it like she could possibly put in a code to stop yeah. it. Like there's not, it's a nuke. You already know that he fucked with these circuit boards. Yeah, like there's nothing you can do. It's like you're here next to it. Like, great. You'll yeah. die first. Uh, yeah. I don't know what I don't know what you're doing here. But then all of a sudden, bam, gun to her temple. Yeah. Deacons was apparently in the corner of the room the whole time. <laughs> There's no way he got in there Yeah, between with... her killing the other guy and her looking at the bomb. So did he just let her kill him? I mean, that's when he said, like, thanks, you saved me three mil or whatever it was. That's like... so much funnier in that context. <laughs> like, it's way funnier if he saw her going after him and was about to step in to intervene, but was like, eh, actually, that could save me a little, little chunk of change. You go ahead, you kill him, and I'll... <laughs> He's already done. So. Yeah, he already did what he needed to do. <laughs> oh, that's hysterical. But yeah, so so he's got her, and then Hale is on the roof of the train, right? He gets dropped off by the helicopter, mm-hmm. and the other guy is, like, shooting at the bad guys with a machine gun mm-hmm. out of the helicopter. Right. So another helicopter for the good guys, <laughs> and it's shooting at the bad guys killing some more of the posse who's on the train. So I think once they get to the train, there's more bad guys. I think so, yeah. And they're, you know, even more (laughs) faceless than the last. They're just there to get killed. (laughs) So the train goes into a tunnel, Mm -hmm. which all good action movie train sequences need to. Mission Impossible, the first one, has a wonderful scene where they're on a train at the end and it goes into a tunnel and there's a helicopter involved. Of course. Uh, This one, the helicopter does not make it into the tunnel Mm -mm. and crashes into it and explodes and kills... The good guy, the guy who we've sort of been following on the other end of things this whole movie, yeah. just unceremoniously <laughs> gets blown up in a helicopter. Helicopter explosion number three. Uh, and so 
one, he gets on the train. There's a whole bunch of crap, a bunch of sequences. Mm-hmm. Bad guys chase him, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he finds his way to the helicopter that they have waiting, mm-hmm. and he fucks with it. He, like, pulls out some shit, and there's, like, liquid dripping all over the place. I think it's, like, gasoline. Yeah, it's a fuel line or something like that. So then they're like, all right, all this shit, this helicopter coming after us, hail's here. Let's get the helicopter. Let's get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. We'll blow up the, yeah, okay, yeah. now I get it with the, the, the remote detonator. Yeah, the remote detonator. We'll blow it up. When it gets to the city, it'll fuck everything up. It'll be great. Yeah. So they're going to get in the helicopter and fly away. Guy gets in. He's trying to start it. Mm-hmm. Deacons notices there's a fucking pool of fluid underneath it. He tells him to stop. The guy goes, huh? <laughs> Hits the button anyway. Blows it up. Helicopter explosion number four. Like moments after helicopter explosion number three. Yeah. That's what I noticed. It was really ridiculous. Like the first two <laughs> happened. And then there was a bit of a helicopter lull. And then, <laughs> and then two more right away. Because there was a lot of mind shit in the middle yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then my favorite death in the movie, Howie Long. Because <laughs> that, that, like uh, Hale's whole plan, he like ties... His, no, he doesn't, well, he ties a, a cable to one of the dead bad guys. Mm-hmm. He pulls the cable from the satellite thing. Yeah, and then he wraps it around the leg of the dead bad guy, mm-hmm. tosses him over the side of the train, because he's still on the top right now. It lands and hits the like side of the car. Mm-hmm. So Howie Long and John Travolta turn and start blasting it. Yeah. Because apparently they think that Hale is going to swing down and like face plant into the side of the train to try to attack them. (laughs) Like, why would they think that's him? It's the dumbest. I don't know because I'm I'm pretty sure Deacon's even. Yeah, he's like like, it's Hale. Yeah. (laughs) It's clearly not. What? Look. It's yeah. clearly, he's upside down. Yeah. <laughs> like you can tell that it's a corpse and they're like, oh, it's Hale. Uh, so then from the other side, through the open door of the car, Hale comes flying in. Howie Long turns around, gives another huge wide-eyed puppy dog expression that he's been doing the whole movie. Every time someone talks to him, he's like, oh, oh, his eyes go real wide. Uh, and Hale comes in and fucking Liu Kang kicks him out the back of a train car while they're going over a gigantic bridge. Because, yeah. of course, yeah. like if he had kicked him out of the train when they were going through most of that like countryside, mm-hmm. he would have just like painfully landed in the grass. Yeah. Maybe like broken his arm or something. Yeah. But since they're over a bridge, Howie Long falls to his death. With that fucking hilarious, like, <laughs> ah, real monsters fake scream sound effect, which I, I, I wish I could, like, replicate that myself to do because that's the silliest yeah. one. Like, people know about the Wilhelm scream, mm-hmm. which is, like, a much shorter little thing of, like, yeah, whatever the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. But this one is that, like, yeah, as they're going. It's like a TIE fighter. It's the most ridiculous noise. The stupidest stock scream in the world. And they give it to Howie Long. Like, like you couldn't get Howie Long to stand yeah. in a studio for 10 minutes and scream. Yeah. Even just like while they're shooting something outdoors, be like, oh, Howie, just stand like 10 feet from the mic and, and, just, and just start screaming. And we'll scream edit. like you're falling. Yeah. And we'll edit it later. Like, no, we had to use the fake one. <laughs> so fucking ridiculous. So he falls out of the plane or the plane. Jesus. There's, there's only one plane in this movie and it's at the beginning. It's already been dead. Yeah. It's already it's already gone. <laughs> So he falls out of the fucking train, planes, trains and automobiles and boats and nukes. Uh, (laughs) um, He falls out of the train and then Hale and Deacons have a good old fashioned fist fight Mm -hmm. because they've fist fought at the beginning of the movie. So they got a fist fight at the end of the movie. Exactly. Like that's the silly thing, too, is like normally or I guess normally is a weird way to put it because I haven't really done any research into it. But (laughs) you feel like a lot of times like if if a bad guy and a good guy in a movie are fighting with their fists, then chances are like 
their weapons are either out of ammo or they've been knocked away from them mm-hmm. or something like that. In this one, they're literally just like, fucking, let's just put our guns down and fist fight. Yeah. <laughs> like they could have shot at each other. Yeah. But they while, just... while there's only like five minutes left on the nuke timer because John yeah. Travolta lost his mind. Oh, yeah. And he just bashes it in and he's, what does he say? Fuck them if they can't take a joke. Something like that. <laughs> and yeah. It's like, who? <laughs> like, I don't understand who he's mad at. Yeah. And why he wants this so bad. Um, but yeah, so he's going to blow it up. He, and so the timer's counting down. They're fist fighting. But in the meantime, Terry has like uncoupled the mm. back of the train from the front of the train. Mm-hmm. So the back of the train where the nuke is, is still going at speed just from like, you know, uh, momentum and inertia mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, it, it's being pulled and then they uncouple, but it's still moving. Mm-hmm. But the front of the train kind of gets way far ahead. And then I don't even remember what the fuck happens. She or somebody, somebody shoots the guy and he falls backwards and just like hits the brakes. Yeah. And it just like stops the train dead. So now the front of the train is just sitting still in the tracks Mm -hmm. and the back of the train is hurtling towards it. Amazing sequence. I love that like moment. You know what I mean? Like that's so cool. Yeah. I just I just didn't understand how that back portion of the train was still going that fast. Yeah, if if they had made some sort of clarification of like it's going downhill or something like that, where it's like you understand because yeah, it's going it looks like it's going faster than it was going before, which is completely mm, impossible. mm. Um (laughs) so that thing is flying towards the fucking stopped end of the train. Mm -hmm. Hale and Deacons are fist fighting. I'm sure they say some snarky shit to each other about like you owe me twenty dollars or something because there's that whole twenty dollars thing that's yeah. so pointless. It adds nothing. There's it, it doesn't mean anything. It's yeah. just like it's so that they can have a twenty dollar bill and make it seem like it's meaningful. Mm-hmm. But it's like they keep betting each other twenty dollars for things. Yeah, and then and whoever wins that round, yeah, takes gets, the twenty dollar. Whatever, who yeah. gives a shit? So now it's like, stop me from blowing up the world and you'll win 20 bucks. Like, that's yeah. what it seems like it is. Getting in that fist fight, um, Christian Slater knocks him down, sees out the car that they're coming up on the stopped end of the train, mm-hmm. grabs the controller for the nuke that, yeah. that Deacon's dropped in the fight. And, okay, when, when before they started fighting, Deacon showed him that controller. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you see this button right here? This one turns it off and this one blows it up so it's like it's a two button device Mm -hmm. (laughs) essentially it has a little keypad yeah but the button the only ones you need to worry about are blow it up or don't blow it up yeah (laughs) christian slater knocks him down goes over grabs the controller and hits several buttons and goes like beep boop beep i'm like there's one button you need to hit right now it is the not blow up button yeah it is the cancel button <laughs> just hit it i don't know what he was doing like there was no reason for yeah. him to hit any other buttons than that and he gets up and he's like beep boop bop like what are you doing <laughs> um he sees that the train is about to run into the stopped portion of the train leaps out of it Hits the button in midair, stops the nuke at one second like a boss, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> the train hits the other part of the train. Physics explodes. Because, <laughs> like, I understand what is supposed to be happening. <laughs> it's so fucking silly. Oh, my God. I understand, like, the 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 concept behind what they were trying to do, mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, so 
uh, because the train is moving and then it suddenly stops that things inside the train mm-hmm. might kind of like like fly forward as mm-hmm. far as anyone is concerned, you know, because whatever, like mm-hmm. that's, that's inertia. Just, yeah, inertia and whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that is a concept that makes sense. Yeah, that is something that happens. <laughs> yeah. John Travolta is on the far end of the train car. So right. one of those like, what would you say? Like a box 40, car? 40 foot, maybe? A 40 to 50, yeah. Depending yeah, on- 40 to 50 foot car. Let's give him 40 just to be, <laughs> yeah. just to be nice. Yeah. So like a 40 foot long train car. He is at the complete far end to the point that he's like, he's standing against that back wall. Yeah. The nuke is all the way across the room. Also, for some reason, the nuke has like a pointed end to it. Yeah. <laughs> like the the device that they put it in, it literally has like a little drill bit pretty much yeah. right at the end, which is just hysterical. Like, why? Why would it? Mm-hmm. What? Part of the plan. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> There's so much more. <laughs> and the inertia of the train suddenly coming to a stop just fucking like... <laughs> launches <laughs> just it just launches that nuke all the way across the train car to the point that it impales the dummy of John Travolta as it stood fl- up he stood up stood to stare it down and like smirk at it like he could win this fight like- <laughs> he's like you know what nuke i don't think you got the stones it's fucking ridiculous. But yeah, so it flies at him, hits the dummy of John Travolta that flies out the back of the train. There's like an explosion that happens that's not the nuke, but some other explosion happens. Yeah. John Travolta's dead. <laughs> and and the train is destroyed. The world is saved, apparently. Mm-hmm. And then Christian Slater introduces himself to the park ranger to Terry. Yeah. <laughs> which I thought was actually a pretty funny thing where it's like, yeah, they kind of they were in the shit like right away from the start. So they might know each other's names, whatever, but mm-hmm. they, they haven't really been introduced. Yeah. So it's like kind of a funny way to end it. And then it's just like, and movie over. Yeah. That was it. That's all. It's like no follow up. No, like what happens because of all of this? It's yeah. Like, no. No. Is, Government is, is, cover up and. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Like how much horrible destruction has happened? How many lives changed? Gone forever. Mm-hmm. Trust in the military from the world. Like if this if this is out there at all. If there's any inklings that like, oh, yeah, by the way, yeah, uh, like special forces or, or Air Force uh, pilot, like decorated veteran went completely insane and stole nuclear weapons mm-hmm. with help from other people in the military. Mm-hmm. Um, they're pretty close. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> yeah, they almost, almost did it. They almost succeeded. Yeah, yeah, like that is. They had us in the first half. <laughs> that is that is legitimately that changes the world. Oh, yeah. That changes how a lot of things are done mm-hmm. <laughs> in the military, in everything. Yeah. Um. So then it's just over. Yep, that's it. <laughs> and it's ridiculous, and I love it. One of the <laughs> things I especially love about it, though, is Hans Zimmer's fucking music. I wrote I in here several times. Yeah, it's Hans Zimmer. I didn't Zimmer. even notice that it was Hans Zimmer. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, because there's the famous song which is called Rope-A-Dope, of course it is, but that guitar riff <laughs> mm-hmm. that they then reuse in Scream 2, and it's in another movie. They, they make it uh, Dewey and, and Gale's like theme oh, nice. in Scream 2. The <laughs> bow, now, now, now. It really works. It works so well. Mm-hmm. Uh, they put it in for a test screening of Scream 2, and the audience loved it so much. They're like, well, I guess we'll just leave that. There's a, there's a Dewey and Gale theme 
that was written for the movie that didn't get used because <laughs> they just used this song. <laughs> uh, and then there's one point I know I wrote in my notes. I wrote, I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, action banjo music. There's that one thing <laughs> yes. that's like, it's, it's hysterical. Uh, but then there's certain moments that are totally like proto Pirates of the Caribbean. Like oh, you yeah. can kind of hear like that like rousing sort of thing where it's like, oh, yeah. he's fucking he, playing around with it. He's getting he's, he's getting, getting his there. juices he's going. Getting there. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna get that pirate music. It's gonna be great. <laughs> did you have fun? I did. Because that movie is so much fun. Like the, <laughs> there's there's a lot of shitty movies out there. Yeah. And the worst of the shitty movies, in my opinion, are the shitty ones that try to be shitty. Mm-hmm. I cannot stand it like those fucking Sharknado movies or something like that, where it's like, there's not even an ounce of goodwill behind this movie. Mm -hmm. It's all like kind of just cynically made to be shitty and it's shitty and ha ha. Isn't that funny? Yeah. This is Mm -hmm. a good, bad movie. Yes. This is the best kind of bad movie where it's just like, it's insane. It makes no sense. It's stupid. (laughs) You know, it's got so much going against it. Yet it manages to be fucking fun. Yeah. So much fun. And you know, because everyone put their fucking hearts into it. You know that Howie Long was like, oh, I'm going to be a star. Yeah. I'm going to be a movie star. And then he's like, all right, fine. I'll be on. I'll be on that Fox show. Yeah. Yeah. We should just take a quick look. See if there's anything else in your notes that we didn't get to. At one moment when John Travolta, when talking over the walkie, when Hale's in the mine already. Mm. Proud of you. <laughs> uh, I wrote it as P R A A D. Prod. <laughs> Prod, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. One of my first notes in the whole thing, because as soon as I saw it, I couldn't unsee it. I just wrote Christian Jonathan Taylor Thomas Slater. He, was my, he reminded <laughs> me so much of like a grown up Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I was like, that would totally be in the 90s. Yep. Jonathan Taylor Thomas, JTT, mm-hmm. could play the young version, and then mm-hmm. Christian Slater would play the grown-up version, and it would totally work. Everyone would buy it. Absolutely. I don't know how it never clicked in my head before, but I was like, holy shit. <laughs> it was, oh, it was amazing. My my first note was about the sweet DVD graphics. Oh, at the very beginning? Yeah, the like, after you like hit play from the menu. Oh, yeah, it was like, <laughs> fucking B, B3 bomber flies through your screen. Yeah. Like a boss. <laughs> There was also a lot of strategic falling in this movie. <laughs> what do you mean? Just like they needed to get down the cliff quickly. So they like fell instead of ran. <laughs> it happened twice. Sorry, just strategic <laughs> falling is a hysteria. It, it makes me think of uh, uh, Toy Story. Yeah, falling it wasn't with flying, style. that was falling with style. Yeah, no, it was very strategic falling. <laughs> oh, man. I think that is going to have to wrap it up for popcorn for dinner, though. Wrapping up our 30th show. Yes. Which is pretty damn cool that we've got 30 shows. It is quite exciting. Um, I do want to thank, like, anybody out there who's listening to it. If you are out there listening to it, enjoying it. um, Because we're having a lot of fun making it. Mm -hmm. If you are listening, uh, don't forget to check us out on, like, our Facebook and Instagram and stuff like that. Just because, you know, we're always posting about what the next movie is going to be or it might be or you know you could comment stuff tell us a movie you want us to do yeah we're going to be doing some fun stuff in the coming couple of months we got a couple of themed months coming up yeah um and i think maybe i mean it won't be that hard but you know you, you'll figure out the theme 
pretty quickly into By, the month. Yeah. By the second week, I think you'll understand what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. we got some fun <laughs> stuff planned. Uh, so, like I said, follow us and uh, and keep abreast of uh, of what we're doing. We've got more guest stars coming up. Mm-hmm. Should be fun. Uh, got a whole bunch of fun stuff that we want to keep doing. It says 30 shows. Uh, at least 30 more. Yeah, at least. <laughs> we'll figure it out. All right. It's going to wrap it up. This is Jeff. And Kelly. Proud of you.